0: Yo, uh, welcome to another edition of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. My name is Scott. You know, on a lot of these shows I see on on YouTube or whatever, you know, the host always says, what's going on, right? You hear him say that? What's going on? I'll say it twice. Well, we're going to talk about the Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, other area sports. You have found the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Hey, if you don't hear it in the Teal Shirt Report podcast, it's just not relevant as far as the things we're talking about. I mean, we got uh, Urban Meyer now entrenched as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Urban Meyer, a guy that won two national championships at Florida, won a national championship at Ohio State. And one great thing I heard Urban Meyer uh, say, we're going to talk about right after a word from some of our sponsors, uh, like anchor.fm, anchor.fm, anchor, the simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. They've got the creation tools and make it so easy and you can't beat the price either. And it gets your podcast out, you know, to other platforms as well. So it's a great thing. Anchor, one of our fine sponsors of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Also, uh saucer reality for your North Florida real estate needs. Remember Larry saucer you know i always thought i always thought larry should go into politics back when we were in school together years and years ago and then uh, it then it finally hit me one day no larry's uh, larry's too honest to be in politics but he got into real estate you can trust this man for your home residential uh, property commercial business property if you're moving to north florida you know i would put it in his hands i mean larry uh, I, Larry's been a, been a friend of mine for, for a long, long time, since uh, my my old uh, high school days. So remember, saucerility, when you really need someone you can trust to either sell your property or um, find you uh, some property, you know, he buys and sells, that's real estate, no, for your North Florida real estate needs. And if you want to find the link to saucerility, go to our website, bigjreport.com. Scroll all the way down to the weather information. You can find the link for Saucerility uh, within our weather report at BigJReport.com. Also, LakeUfalaHits.com for great internet radio where it's all good. Take it from me. They've been enhancing. They've been improving too, just like Anchor. Uh, What you'll find are recognizable hits, great songs from years gone by. You'll also find Rock Saturday's Hits 2000s in the evening at LakeUfollowHits.com. That's LakeUfollowHits.com. JC runs that operation. And check it out, LakeUfollowHits.com, where it's all good. Great internet radio. So, again, we want to thank our sponsors, Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast, Saucerility. Man, you can really hit a home run with your real estate needs. I remember when I celebrated my birthday here. um, No, 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 no. It was when the new year hit. I remember Larry told me, he said, Scott, I, I, you know, I hope this year in 2021, what was that Larry said to me? He said, I hope you knock it out of the park. So, so I won't forget that. And uh, here we are February the 15th, as we record this uh, particular podcast and I hope everybody Gets it out of the park here in the new year 2021. Boy, that's hard to say, isn't it? 2021. You know, when I was a kid coming up in the 1970s, 1980s, I saw a lot of stuff back then. Modern technology is is with us. Heck, you know, back when I was um, doing radio for for like 20 years or over 20 years, I never thought I'd be doing a podcast at some point in time. But here we are. Technology is a great thing. Again, our sponsors, Anchor.fm, Saucerility, LakeYouFalltheHits.com. And again, that's great internet radio where it's all good. LakeYouFalltheHits.com. Uh, com, Lake And you can follow us at BigJReport.com. And you are listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. One of my favorite numbers is number 11. It's always been one of my favorite numbers. I think because Steve Spurrier wore number 11 at the University of Florida, and heck, Kyle Trask wore number 11 at the University of Florida, too. But this is episode number 11. We are into season number two. I want to thank all of our listeners out there we're listening to in as many as 25 states across the United States, and internationally, internationally and worldwide, too, in great places like um, the UK, Northern Ireland. Also, uh, Newport, Wales, Andy Powers giving you a shout out in uh, uh, the Newport, the Wales area of the UK. And we're going to we're going to kind of forge on what I was going to tell you is I I was after we mentioned the sponsors, I was going to tell you something I really liked that Urban Meyer said the other day in a quote that I heard him actually say this. He said talking about now, you know, he's the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Urban Meyer said the 904 deserves the best. And I know when, you know, I call people sometimes from out of state, they see my number calling and I'm calling from the 904 and Urban Meyer said it, the 904 deserves the best. Urban Meyer has won a lot of college football games, great winning percentage. Uh, He won two national championships at the University of Florida. He won uh one national championship at Ohio State. So he won countless Big Ten championships. He won SEC championships. And probably the top two conferences, at least, you know, two of the two of the top out of three. You know, who are, there's always an argument on who the top conferences are in college football. But I think most people would say the SEC and the Big Ten are probably the top two. The ACC is in there now. The ACC is moving up. They might be three, uh, and then you got, you know, you got your Pac-12 and your your Big 12, and that's another story altogether. But we're talking, we're talking Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, and other area sports too. You are listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast, season two, episode 11. And again, thank you for tuning in. Well, you know, you're tuned into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for tuning in to episode 11, season two, talking Jaguars football. You know, I talked a moment ago about Urban Meyer, a quote that I really liked that he said, he, you know, he said the 904 deserves the best. And I think Urban Meyer is trying to unite the uh, fan base. Certainly we've seen a lot of losing. At times you can almost say the, and I hate to, you know, down Vanderbilt, but at times the Jaguars have become like the Vanderbilt of the NFL. A lot of losses. Uh, Sean Conn's been a, you know, one of the, the, um, the most, uh, lo- losing owners in the NFL history, as far as owners. I mean, Gus Bradley, that was a hire by Dave Codwell. Of course, Dave Codwell was a hire by, uh, by Sean Khan. The Jags have been through Mike Malarkey. Mike only got one year. He got a little bit of a bad shake, I think. Uh, Gus Bradley had plenty of time on the job. What Gus was on the job for, and was losing and on the job for four or five years. Um, then in 2017, things kind of came to fruition. The Jaguars went to the AFC Championship game, and that was when they brought Tom Coughlin in as the executive Vice President, you can say what you want about Tom Conflin, but all three AFC Championship games the Jaguars have been in, Tom Conflin has been a part of as uh, either a coach or the Executive Vice President back in 2017. But Tom, Tom got the elevator shaft. He got fired in uh, 2018 when the injuries hit, and they really did hit in 2018. And we're going to talk about that, too, because that's one of the things Urban Meyer has, uh, you know, kind of uh, alluded to. Uh, He's looked back at uh, this Jaguars franchise the past couple of years, and injuries have been really big, really key. And all NFL teams go through injuries, but in some years, like 2017 for the Jaguars, they were relatively healthy most of the time. And that's how they got to the AFC Championship, or... That was part of it. A good defense, some good talent on defense anyway. So we can go back and talk about the old days, but now, Hey, we're looking forward to the new year. We're already in the new year, 2021, happy new year to everybody. If I've not already done that all the way, we're already in the February, February the 15th. So I must tell you that urban's hired, you know, all the assistant coaches apparently at this point, um, the strength and conditioning coach, the Jaguars were going to have Chris Doyle, the ex-Iowa strength and conditioning coach. That you know, it had come to light that some of his, you know, ex-players had come forward and say that said that Chris Doyle was not a good person. That he belittled, um, and he was more abusive, uh, belittling, and and uh, also uh, uh, there were some. Uh, I guess there were obviously some some talk of uh, racism, that uh, he he was accused of it, right? So he was in Iowa for, I mean, many, many years, but Urban Meyer decided to hire uh, Chris Doyle to be the strength and conditioning coach for the Jaguars. And one thing Urban Meyer said, not really talking about Chris Doyle, but also talking about the fact the Jaguars have had a lot of injuries. I know 2018 was probably the most injured. I've, I've, I've seen a Jaguars, uh, team in the history of the franchise going back to 1995. I'll, I'll say that for a fact, 2018, the most injury riddled season, you know, and the Jags started out that year with, a, you know, a big win over the new England Patriots, the year after losing to them in the AFC championship game, they beat, uh Uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots in 2018, you know, in the heat and humidity in September. The Jags started out that year three and one. And I mean, uh, Blake Bortles was like a rock star when the Jags were three and one. And then it all fell apart. You started seeing injuries to the tight end, Austin, Severe, Jenkins. And the injuries hit early in the year and often. You saw that year Leonard Fournette run across the field and throw a couple of punches in the Buffalo game. And that was kind of sad because that was one of Leonard's best games on the field, at least in the first half. And then um, the offensive coordinator, Hackett, got fired after that game against Buffalo. Uh, Blake Bortles got benched. And the injuries kept coming. Like, like they say on radio, the hits keep coming. The injuries kept coming in 2018. The Jags did have... You know, not as many injuries in 2019, and um, in 2020, the Jags had a good share of injuries. So I think Urban Meyer's looking at this thing over the last two or three years and saying the Jaguars have too many injuries to even compete. So, and Urban is especially looking at the soft tissue injuries, and I think that was one of the reasons why he wanted to bring Chris Doyle in. Some guys have, you know, weird mannerisms, how they – They get people to perform and uh, Chris Doyle decided he didn't want to be a distraction to urban Meyer and the new coaching staff. So he resigned about, I guess about a day or two after, you know, accepting the job being offered and accepting the job. So Chris Doyle is gone. Urban will find a new strength and conditioning coach. But other than that, most of, you know, all the, the coaching, the assistant coaches have been put in place. Now, Charlie strong is the assistant head coach. He's the number two guy right behind Herb. And according to uh, coach Urban Meyer, uh, the offensive coordinator, Daryl Bevel passing coordinator and quarterback coach, Brian Schottenheimer, who just lost his father, Marty Schottenheimer, longtime NFL coach, uh, with, um, you know, the chiefs and, you know, and also the, uh, San Diego chargers, you know, he coached, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, um, LaDainian Tomlinson really thought a lot of Marty Schottenheimer. Marty Schottenheimer, rest in peace. Coach Marty Schottenheimer had gone into hospice, you know, not too many days ago, and he passed away just a few days ago on February the 8th of 2021. So rest in peace, Coach Marty Schottenheimer. You know, he I know his son, Brian Schottenheimer, had to have learned a lot of football from Marty. Brian also learned a lot of football from Steve Spurrier when he was like the third or fourth string quarterback in Florida learning on the sidelines doing the hand signals holding the clipboard. So I think between uh, Brian Schottenheimer the quarterback coach he's uh, the quarterback coach and the passing coordinator and uh, Daryl Bevel you know who's been a you know an offensive coordinator for Detroit uh, Seattle and then you've got the special teams coach Brian Snyder special teams, and a longtime assistant of Pete Carroll's uh, with Seattle. The Jags have some guys with vast NFL experience. Darryl Bevel, um, Brian Schottenheimer has vast NFL experience. So does Brian Schneider. Defensive coordinator Joe Cullen. The guys that don't have the NFL experience are basically the head coach, Coach Urban Meyer and – the assistant head coach, Charlie Strong. One guy I like that, well, I like a lot of the coaching staff, a lot of the moves that um, that Urban Myers made, but there's one guy that I really like too. Bob Sutton, the old army coach, is now an assistant coach uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, I could go down the whole list and we'll do that at some point in time because the coaching staff is uh, probably, I'd say, 90% or better intact at this uh, juncture when you talk about Joe Cullen when you talk about Joe Cullen the defensive coordinator i'm hearing reports the defense uh, could be making some uh, some some changes under uh, new defense coordinator uh, Joe Cullen the best change is at Todd Wash ding dong todd wash is gone um that's probably the best move that todd wash is out the door We know that uh, Coach Doug Marone is now the offensive line coach at Alabama, and I think Doug Marone will probably get a college head coaching job maybe in the next year or two if that's what he wants to do. But the defense uh, could be under multiple changes under Joe Cullen. We're probably going to see a 3-4 at times, a 4-3 at times, kind of hybrid. You're going to see a lot of different looks from the Jaguars' defense. And, you know, Calais Campbell with Baltimore, boy, he was, he was singing the praises of Joe Cullen and congratulated Joe Cullen on getting the Jaguars, uh, defensive coordinator job. So that's where we are. We're at the point now uh, here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast where we, we do want to mention, you know, some things as far as what's coming up. You've got, uh, uh, free agency just next month, coming up in March of 2021, whoever the Jaguars get in free agency, and they're going to be way under the cap. I mean, at least what, $78, $70 million or more under the cap. So the Jaguars are going to have an opportunity to sign as many as two to four really, really good to even great free agents. A uh, chance to sign a, a a player or two that can help the Jags' defense across the defensive line. I think that will happen. Maybe an maybe one offensive line guy they add. I think Urban Meyer though, he he does see that the Jaguars do have some guys on the offensive line. You know Brandon Lender, uh, Norwell, and you know got some building blocks on the offensive line. But I think you have to add to it. And I think the Jaguars will perhaps in free agency add an offensive alignment as well. But whatever the Jaguars do in free agency and of course, uh, March of 2021, will set the table for what happens in the draft. We all know that Trevor Lawrence, he's going to be the number one pick. You know, he had his pro day just a few days ago and he looked outstanding. Even though he's got the labrum issue in his left shoulder, he's through. I think he must have thrown 50 passes or more and looked really, really good at the pro day. Urban Meyer was there. He let's let's just say it how it is. Urban Meyer and the Jaguars <laughs> and Trent Baalke, the acting GM, who's actually the permanent GM now. They're gonna they can't mess this up. They're gonna draft Trevor Lawrence now. The rest of the draft becomes potluck. I keep hearing we're gonna draft a defensive lineman, maybe a guy out of Alabama later in the first round because I think Cal Pitts will be gone unless you trade up, I don't know how much trading up the Jaguars to do, but they got a lot of draft picks. They got four in the first two rounds, and then they got an early pick, of course, in the third round. So that's five draft picks. That's five draft picks very, very early in the draft for, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report. We're going to check North Florida Entertainment, and we got other area sports with Alex Nunry coming up too. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And again, thank you for listening. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast, and you're listening to us in as many as 25 states and internationally and worldwide. Thank you for listening. My name is Scott. Hey, we'll be right back. Okay, you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast podcast. Hey, what's going on? Not everybody happy with the Urban Meyer hire. You know, not for all the same reasons. I mean, Urban won a lot of games in college football, has yet to coach an NFL game, but he's got a lot of assistant coaches with vast NFL experience, especially offensive coordinator uh, Daryl Bevel, uh, defensive coordinator Joe Cullen, passing coordinator and uh, quarterback coach Brian Schottenheimer. And, again, you also have Brian Snyder, special teams, um, coordinator, and he's also he was also a longtime assistant for Pete Carroll in Seattle. So Urban's got plenty of NFL experience around him, vast NFL experience, guys that wanted to be part of Urban Meyer's coaching staff uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast brought to you by Anchor, Saucerility, LakeUfaulaHits.com. And you can follow us at bigjreport.com. We do have concert listings uh, on the website for North Florida. Checking some uh, concerts that are coming up. I know a lot of the Florida theater shows are going with 50% capacity. You got to wear a mask and social distancing. Taking a look at concerts coming up The Whalers featuring uh, Julian Marley on February the 20th, of 2021, at the Florida Theater here in Jacksonville, Florida. Abba if you liked ABBA, the group that was primarily really, really big in the 70s, where they sang that song, Take a Chance on Me. You remember that song? ABBA-mania, they, you Mania. Know, they basically are ABBA, what do you call them, ABBA impersonators, or they just basically do the songs of ABBA. ABBAmania Mania on February the 25th of 2021 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater here in Jacksonville, Florida. A new date for Ricky Skaggs at the Pontevedra Beach uh, Concert Hall on March the 12th of 2021 at eight o'clock PM the Led Zeppelin two album performed by the group classic albums live. If you like Led Zeppelin, the music of Led Zeppelin, I mean, they're going to play the lemon song for you and ramble on among others. Led Zeppelin two performed by the group classic albums live on Friday night, March 12th at eight o'clock PM at the historic Florida theater uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. Also, um, Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons, probably my favorite song by them was uh, what's what's this song? Who loves you? Who loves you, baby? That was probably my favorite song by Who loves you, baby? Right? Uh, Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons on Sunday, March twenty first, twenty twenty one, seven o'clock p.m. at seven o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. Again, that's Frankie Valli. Who loves you, baby? Who loves you pretty baby? I think that's how the song went. Frankie Valley, that's Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons singing that song. And many of their songs, they had a lot of great hits, um, you know, going way back to the 60s, and especially, I think I picked up on them in parts of the mid-1970s. But Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons on Sunday, March 21st of 2021, at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. And I know we've talked a lot about Elton John. It's getting closer, right? But it's still several months away. It's next year, Elton John, the Elton John Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Farewell Tour uh, will be will begin in 2022. Elton's gonna be in um, Louisiana, I believe New Orleans in January of 2022. About three months later, he'll make it uh, over to Jacksonville the uh, Elton John goodbye yellow brick road, farewell tour in 2022 Elton John will be in Jacksonville, Florida on April the 23rd, next year of 2022 at the Vistar veterans Memorial arena in Jacksonville, Florida. I want to thank our producers of the uh, Till Shirt Report podcast, JC, and, um, you know, also Alex Nunnery, Alex Nunnery is everywhere. I mean, Alex is covering high school, baseball, basketball, etc. Um, Alex was also at the FCLFL semi-pro football game between St. Augustine and Daytona Beach, which uh, St. Augustine won 8-6 in the mud, a low-scoring defensive battle. And we're going to get some interviews Alex did with uh, some of those players after that that game um, back on Saturday night. It was held, what, Saturday night, uh, uh, February the 13th. Uh, in St. Augustine on Duval Street, at the stadium on Duval Street in St. Augustine, Florida. And so we'll be hearing from Alex Nunnery and getting some baseball, re- high school baseball reports. And again, the FCFL uh, we will join Alex Nunnery. And let's get some of Alex Nunnery's reports. Alex Nunnery is a, a reporter. He is a contributor for the bigjreport.com. Again, Alex Nunnery is a contributor for BigJReport.com and also does interviews and reports here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Here now is Alex Nunnery. Alex?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the Orange Park area and you love baseball, head on over to St. John's Country Day School this season. The Spartans won the best teams in Florida. Florida? And maybe in the States. They will be, I should say. Led by James Ohman. Jordan Taylor. Finn Howell. Connor Moore. Brad Hodges. Jace Thomas and Luke Shanahan. The Spartans, ladies and gentlemen, coached by Tom Lucas. Congrats to the Clay Blue Devils on an impressive 12 to nothing win over Wolfson today. The Clay Blue Devils baseball team no threw a no hitter against Wolfson today. Steven Reese, a Flagler baseball commit. Pitched four innings. Rich Long JU baseball commit. An impressive game. Pitched three innings, including five RBIs for Rich Long. And Max Williams and Alabama commit with
2: two RBIs. There you go. All right, we're, we're here with the Broncos quarterback, Matt Beebe. Terrific game Thank you. by y'all. Just tell us how y'all played. Uh, we played hard. Um, it was a good fight. Um, there's a couple things we did miss. We could have capitalized on offense, myself, for sure.
1: I definitely could have made some more plays, defense, played great. Uh, we just got to get back to it, get back to practice, and,
2: and go on to the next one. Yes, sir. Tell us where you played, like high school or college? Or?
1: Uh, high school was Atlantic High School in Daytona Beach. Uh, college was USF as a walk-on for a little bit. And then from there, spent a couple of semi-pro teams, Wildcats, Flagler Knights,
2: Port Orange Stallions, and now the Daytona Beach Broncos. Yes, sir. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. We're here with the star of the game, the game-winning touchdown. By the quarterback of the St. Augustine, Yellow Jackets, Jarvis Jones. Tell us how y'all played. Honestly, we started out very flat. You know, um, offense had to pick it up. Defense defense kept us in the game all game long, all game long. Few, a few misplays, but defense definitely held their own. Yes, sir. Then y'all play the Avengers. Tell us about the Avengers next week. The, the Avengers are a first-year team. They're just like us but very physical, very physical. I played with a couple of those guys over there and I know they're going to be coming out ready to bust some hairs just like we are. But I believe that, you know what I mean? Our team is the better team. Yes sir, thank you. That's Jarvis Jones, the owner oh no, of the okay. St. Augustine Yellow Jackets football team. Oh, cool. All right, we're here with number double zero of the St. Augustine Yellow Jackets, Josh Singleton. Uh, two-point conversion took to the house. Just tell us how y'all played on defense. Uh, our defense, man. Like every game, we play smash mouth ball. We play to the whistle. Play aggressive. We we pounding every play, putting cr- pressure on the uh, quarterback. I, I, I got confidence in my defense, my safeties, everything deep. We had everything contained. Uh, we did exactly what we wanted to do. Yes, sir. And where did you play high school or college at? Uh, I didn't play uh, high school ball. I just played from middle school, high school. And I kind of just took a break, focused on grades, graduated. And then I just hopped back in, semi-pro to stay in shape and stuff. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. We're here with the Atlanta Coast High School. Hey. Singray. Trey Cooper. Tell us how y'all played tonight, even though you're injured. Tell us how y'all played tonight. Uh, we played pretty good. Still got a lot of work to clean up on both ends of the ball, but it was, it was a hard fought game. We had to earn that dub. So, but appreciate the Broncos for coming out from Daytona, playing the hearts out. But the best team wins. We came out with a dub. And that's on to the next. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes,
1: sir. Congrats to the Saint John's Country Day Spartans. Baseball team on a terrific win tonight over Ponapeitra, nine to eight. James Omen, a senior for the Spartans and a Butler commit, with two hits to lead the Spartans. Freshman Cody D. Naught. Was the winning pitcher for the Spartans? The Spartans will play at Bulls this coming up Wednesday, February seventeenth. Congrats to the Fleming Island Golden Eagles on a terrific four to two win over Nice today in baseball. The Golden Eagles were led by Aiden Mastuno with a home run. He got this save as well. Mastuno had two home runs this week. He is an FSU commit. A center fielder for Flaming Island baseball team. Congrats to Clay's Chris Chapman on an on an impressive game today. Chapman with three steals today. It's a nice clay baseball win. The Blue Devils won nine to nothing over Wilson. Stephen Reese, a Flagler commit, got the win. Congrats to the St. Augustine Yellow Jacket football team on an impressive 8-6 win over the Daytona Beach Broncos. Josh Singleton with a two-point conversion take to the house for the Yellow Jackets. Jarvis Jones with the game-winning touchdown with three minutes left in the game for the Yellow Jackets. Also, congrats to the Argyle Adventures! On an impressive 14-6 win over the Central Bulls. Congrats to the St. Augustine Yellow Jacket football team on an impressive 8-6 win over the Daytona Beach Broncos. Jarvis Jones with the game-winning touchdown with three minutes left in the game. Also, congrats to the Argyle Avengers on an impressive 14-6 win over the Central Florida Bulls. Lynn. 10. Dunham Senior. With two interceptions for the Bulls. One of those interceptions was a pick six.
0: Alex Nunnery. Hey, thank you for those reports right here on the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. Alex Nunnery, he's everywhere. Alex goes everywhere. High school baseball, high school basketball. Um, Alex covers it. Jacksonville Iceman Hockey. He's been to some of the Iceman games too. So Alex Nunnery, thank you for that outstanding uh, report. Alex, um, and and, you know, and I made it out there too to my first FCFL semi pro football game. You know, we've covered the Southern Steam many times in indoor football, also the Jacksonville Sharks in the National Arena League. But this time we were at the FCFL game between St. Augustine and Daytona Beach. St. Augustine won the game, St. Augustine, eight, Daytona Beach, six. I also got another. And first of all, I want to thank uh, the folks in Saint Augustine for the wonderful hospitality they showed me and uh, Mr. Alex Nunery. Uh, my name is Scott, by the way, and we took a lot of pictures out at the Saint Augustine Daytona Beach game that we're running on our, you know, in our BigJReport.com Facebook group. Uh, we've also published the score on our website at BigJReport.com. Saint Augustine defeated Daytona Beach. Saint Augustine eight, Daytona Beach six. Also, the team that uh, St. Augustine will play next, the Argyle Avengers defeated the Central Florida Bulls. Central Florida is from Ocala. It was the Argyle Avengers, now 2-0. Uh, St. Augustine's 2-0. They did um, receive the benefit of a forfeit uh, the week earlier against Central Florida, and that's a whole another story I think we talked about on the last podcast. But uh, this past weekend games that were played on um, Saturday night, February the 13th, Again, the St. Augustine Yellow Jackets, eight, Daytona Beach, six. We met a lot of the players, great guys. Enjoyed going out there to my first FCFL game. Uh, Alex Nunnery, our BigJReport.com contributor. And, you know, Alex does interviews here, right here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Uh, we had a great time. A lot of great guys. Uh, and uh, we'll go back again, certainly. St. Augustine, eight, the Daytona Beach Broncos, six. Um, the Argyle Avengers in a, in a separate game, Argyle Avengers 14, Central Florida Bulls 6. Alex told me that Lyndon Dunham Sr., Lyndon, Lyndon Dunham Sr., defensive back apparently with Argyle, had two interceptions for the Avengers, including a pick 6 to help lead Argyle to that victory. The Argyle Avengers 14, Central Florida Bulls 6. So the field in St. Augustine was quite wet and muddy and sloppy. That could have contributed to the, you know, the low scoring. But all of these teams, these four four teams and two games we mentioned, I mean, very, very competitive, very close, hard-hitting, and uh, low-scoring games certainly on uh, Saturday night, February the 13th. That's going to do it for the Till Shirt Report podcast. I want to thank my uh, producers, Alex Nunnery, also JC. Thank you guys for all you do. And uh, J.C. and I have been talking a lot about the Jaguars, college football. Hey, it's all about wins and losses. If Urban Meyer can win, you know, I think that would be a great thing. Uh, Sean Khan pulled the trigger to hire Coach Urban Meyer. So it's, you know, it, it was Sean Khan's decision. You know, you got a guy that's won, you know, multiple national championships and apparently um, – with the number one draft pick overall and a lot of cap space to sign free agents the Jaguars have a chance to do this thing right. Let's see what GM Trent Bonkey and, of course, head coach, high-profile head coach Urban Meyer can do in the coming days in 2021 with free agency. Uh, coming up in March, the draft in April of 2021, the first draft pick is going to be quarterback Trevor Lawrence, without a doubt. And that has us very, very excited right here on the teal shirt report podcast and again thank you for listening again thanks uh, special thanks to our producers uh, JC and also Alex Nunnery. thank you for listening to this particular episode of the teal shirt report podcast i mean you can go back and listen to the past episodes we had 82 episodes in the year 2020 a lot of stuff about you know the issues uh, facing players teams leagues as far as um, the, you know the covid-19 issues but we did have 82 episodes in the year 2020 now that we're in season two in 2021 this is our 11th episode uh now here in the year 2021 with season two of the teal shirt report podcast again wherever you are listening thank you for listening state of washington thank you guys for listening in the state of washington a lot of listeners uh uh, in virginia colorado boulder colorado and Uh, You guys know that you had a great wide receiver there and uh, a former Colorado Buffalo. I guess he will always be a Colorado Buffalo, LaVisca Chennault, who caught two touchdown passes in the last game for the Jaguars against the Colts in the uh, 2020 season. But again, thank you to our listeners in Colorado, state of Washington, a lot of listeners in Ohio now. And of course, most of our listeners, you know, right here in North Florida and throughout the state of Florida, Georgia, Alabama. Thank you guys for listening wherever you are. Worldwide listeners, uh, whether you're in Northern Ireland or in uh, Wales, UK, Newport, like Andy Powers is. Again, thank you guys for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I want to thank a comedian out of New York, uh, Miller Mark Uh, who listens out of New York to the Teal Shirt Report podcast as well. Thank you for listening. Miller does his, his own podcast about the New York Knicks as well. So, again, thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. You guys have a great day. My name is Scott, and I'm out. See you next time.